Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. It is Friday. It is August 4th, and hopefully it's not raining on your head right now. It does seem to be cooling things down a little bit. We can all take that. There was NFL football on last night. Interested to see how much of it John Martin watched. We long awaited the return of the NFL. We had the Hall of Fame game last night. 21-16 loss for the Jets, the highly publicized Jets. Everybody's holding them up because of Aaron Rodgers, who did not play. We'll get into it. John Martin did have a bet on it. We know about that. I think he said take the over. Memphis basketball playing the second of three exhibition games later today. We'll get into that at some point. Diana Taurasi's making history as usual in the WNBA. And how about this? Very, very interesting to me. Mike Tyson in the news because he's training former MMA champ Francis Ngannou for a boxing match, heavyweight, yes. championship match, yes, against Tyson Fury. How about that? In October, Mike Tyson, the trainer. Do you remember Francis Ngannou? Yes. Dominant. Yes. As an MMA fighter. Left UFC, what, I think back uh, in January, 17-3, and three, dominant. 12 KOs during his career. Going to be fighting a real bout against Tyson Fury. Yeah. Those don't normally go well for the MMA guys. Correct. And that's why the boxer takes them. Right. But Ngannou a big man. Like uh, Jake Paul and Nate Diaz. Ngannou a big man, though. Yeah, he is. You know? He's a big dude. But, I mean, you can't, you can't hold. You can't take guys to the Tyson, ground. Tyson's as good as it gets in terms of the I mean, heavyweight yeah. division, obviously. I, mean, I guess he has to not... beat Deontay Wilder one more time for you before you give him some love. I don't know. Something about this. Maybe it's Tyson's presence. Yeah. Uh, excites me. Well, and that, there ain't much about boxing that does these Yeah, things. well, you got suckered in. That's Crawford's a, thing. I mean, he beat old Errol Spence, and Spence had Dude, him. I could have got, and I was thinking about it, I could have got uh, I mean, what's Bud Crawford like at minus 140 the morning of that fight, and I thought about it. I don't know anything about it, but I was like, I, I'm, I'm, you just sort of compare it to what everybody else has, yeah. and I could have got minus 140. And dude probably should have been minus 1,400. The way he beat you. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I don't know. That was one of those situations that you watch go by, like, I'll never get that one back. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wasn't on the wrong side, but I wasn't on any side, right. you know, and I was leaning towards Bud. But, yeah, that was a uh, – I don't know that that's good for boxing, Doesn't by the sound way. like you'll be too interested in this one. Well, I mean, I, I, it just depends, dude. I, I, and Ganu got that one punch yeah. chance. Well, that's what that's what they always tell you, man. I know, I that's know. What they, that's what we were that, selling with McGregor, you remember? for some interest in – for you know. Of course. Especially the heavyweight division. Dude, I, I used to love boxing. Oh, you? We had big time boxing matches come to Memphis. Yeah. Well, I didn't we do, were I, in I, the I never went to those. For a little while. But I you know, I used to play fight night all the time. I used to love that game. 
And so I would I play with Sugar that. Ray Leonard, and I would like, and then he was <laughs> my he was my favorite to play with. The sweet science. Like, and that game was so well done um, that it it just it just it translated into your interest in these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, Roy Jones was on that thing, man. I mean, knock, knocking folks out like it was a blast. And they don't make it anymore. It's a shame. I know. It's, a, it's like well, it's we'll like, never go back to that. I mean, Tyson fights used to stop the country. <clears throat> you would stop what you right. were doing to what before everything. You know, and there's never been another Desiree, like that. Desiree Washington wasn't that her name? Yeah, it nothing been nothing been like that. Yeah, so. I mean even Floyd was not like that. No, no. I mean he he won, Again, but he was not not enough, right? Because it was the knockout power of Tyson. Exactly right. And how would this fight even go one round? Yeah, it is like it is what I I do think that is a sport that is missed. You know, um, in 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 like these Amer- the American it's decline sports. was fast. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was like it kind of like peaked in like I don't know early two thousands maybe. Late nineties, early two thousands, and then it just, just it just. I mean, Roy Jones used to be a big deal. Yeah, huh. and now there's like I can't really tell you who the best guy. Like uh, GGG, is he still is he still playing or, or, or boxing? I don't still know. Still playing? Yeah, yeah, I don't even know what the right uh, word is. Well, I mean, the pound for pound, Crawford, uh, your boy uh, Canelo. Yeah, Canelo. Like, yeah. Again, we don't have anything going in heavyweight division. That's right. That's right. It'd be nice to see Francis or somebody do something, but. Again, that's not an American champion. Then we have those uh, the brothers who are now the like in, in, and they're in Ukraine now. Right, but that was that was a Russian deal, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, anyway, uh, we'll get into all that today on the show. Jason is going to give you the uh, chronological history on how this Nganu and, and Tyson no, no, fight I, I came just, to be. No, I'm just saying it's the Tyson part. Yeah, well, we'll get to and that. our fascination with Mike. We'll get to it. Uh, well, your fascination. <laughs> With Mike. Uh, big show today. Anthony Sane's going to be here in studio. Uh, we'll talk to him uh, about uh, the Grizzlies, Memphis basketball, conference realignment, everything else, like we always do with Sane at 11.25. Then at 1.25, Justin Fuente, I feel, is the perfect person to have on a day like today. What a wacky-ass day it has already been yeah. because you wake up to the news that the Pac-12 might just stay together. Yeah. Al Green, let's stay together. Yeah. Uh, because they they might sign a grant of rights, and then about an hour later, the reports come back out saying, "Well, never mind. Exactly. Uh, looks like this was a squeeze play on the Big Ten for Oregon and Washington to get what they wanted financially, and now they're not going to sign the grant of rights. And now it seems like Oregon is going to go to the Big Ten, which it will in turn uh, end the life of the Pac-12. So this is, seems like you, you're enjoying this." I, I, well, it's just drama, so it's like I enjoy the drama part of it. But let me be clear, I hate it. Right, okay. I, I, I might enjoy it, but I hate what's happening. Why is Fuente perfect to talk about? Because he has been, as a player and as a coach, on both sides of this coin. Mm. He has been a Power 5 quarterback. He has been a Group of 5 quarterback. He has been a Group of 5 football coach. He has been a Power 5 football coach. Um, and he knows better than, I would say, probably anybody, uh, the challenges and what you have to do at one stop versus the other. And it really wasn't going as, um, you know, hot and fast, conference realignment, when uh, Justin was coaching here. Like, it was kind of like at a standstill compared to what's going on right now. But I I think there's no doubt that he was certainly aware and and hoping that when he while he was here, they would find a way into, you know, a Power 5 school. But maybe he has some guidance. Maybe he has some... Uh, words of wisdom for Memphis fans uh, throughout all of this. And, and I'm just genuinely curious to get his thoughts on uh, on what he thinks about all of this going on in college athletics. So 
Uh, we'll get into all of that with Justin Fuente, Memphis football. Yep. Uh, all of that with him uh, at 125. So that is the show today. Brad, we're going to do a little uh, excited because Jason is excited about excited. a few things. Uh, so Maybe if even you're excited about a few things. Well, no? let's not get crazy, Jason. All right? Let's not get uh, carried away here on a Friday. But let's go over a few things. I think this is a great start. Conference realignment. Excited. Uh, now, I got good news for you. This I'm is, listening. This is probably it. Like This is the end of it. I mean, is there really going to be realignment after this? I mean, I guess we're going to see what happens with the ACC. ACC. But... Again, that's going to be pretty cut and dried in terms of who's going where. So, are you excited that one of the final steps of conference realignment is taking place before us right now? Uh, no. There's nothing about this story that excites me because it's hard to separate yourself from knowing it as well as we do from the University of Memphis' plight. Like, how do you not consider yourself and where you're going to end up falling in this? Like, we can talk. You know, I realize there's more than just Memphis fans in Memphis. Don't get me wrong. Like, we're in the middle of SEC country, and this story is as big as it gets. In sports, forget college athletics. This transcends it all. You know, what's what's happening with college athletics is as big a story in sports as there is. It's just for me, unfortunately, and I talked about this with Jeff, there is that you've talked about it with the ambassadors. You know, they're, they're a fatigue, whatever word you want to use, what you keep coming back to is you're on the outside looking in. And so there's no part of this conversation that excites me because, again, I continue to look at it through the glasses, through the lens, the prism of Memphis and where it's going to end up falling in this. So it's tough. It's yeah. tough. It's a tough conversation to have. Um, I feel for schools like uh, Jeff was reading from a Washington State fan today that's talking about, oh, my, uh, what is there to get up for anymore? My passion's going to be gone. Yeah, on paper we look good in the Mountain West, but come on. This sucks. And at my point, at least they at one point tasted it. We've always been, in terms of the have-nots, on that side of things. And so uh, I feel for those folks. But, look, our plight's long been tougher, and uh, it's going to continue to be. Yeah, wake me up when uh, when the ACC starts getting poached and we can talk about whether or not we're replacing some teams that are leaving out of there. Yeah, um, I'm with you, and I think that's the um, – And I wish I had some more optimism for you. Well, I, and I, well, I think all of it is due to the I, fact that you just feel like you're totally on the outside looking in and irrelevant to the well, equation. And what concerns me now is what we talked about. You're getting rid of the Pac-12, whatever else. How, how does the whole new college football playoff format look with all these powers – that are going to be in control. Wanting, are they going to still leave you that? They don't care about you, right? You know, John's and Jeff's talked about the antitrust laws and whether or not they're going to have to leave you a spot. But there's no guarantee of that now with the instability. And so that's the part that concerns me, John. I could always tell myself at least here the last year or so. Well, we'll have that spot. At least you can be best thing outside the power stru- structure and keep yourself in the mix that way. Who knows if it stays the same? I hope it does. Right. But do we know that now with so much instability? No. No, we do not. Uh, so I agree with you. I'm not excited about it. I hate it. It's it, tough. It, and I, I think, like, I was I was just sort of thinking about this last night. Who is this good? Like, even the schools that are involved can't feel that great about it. Because, like, you are losing things. You know, you're losing teams that, like, Arizona State doesn't want to go to the Big 12. Right? So yeah. that's the hang up there. Yeah. So what happens to that rivalry? Like, maybe you can patch it up. Maybe you, maybe they end up going. You can convince them. But, like, that's what this is sort of creating. Like, you lose games and traditions and rivalries that no, – We've long been on the path toward that. Like, there, there's nothing that in, in pro sports compares to the college rivalries. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's so much bigger than just the game itself. You know, mm-hmm. it's about the education. It's about the history. It's about all of that. And you just strip that away for, you know, money. 
I mean, not unlike what we do in every other facet. Exactly. But now college athletics just isn't even pretending anymore. So, uh, Tigers have another exhibition game today. They'll play their last exhibition game in, uh, on Sunday before mm-hmm. heading back to, uh, to the States. How excited are you for these remaining exhibition games? <laughs> More excited to talk about than I am realignment. That said, it. it's a low bar. In terms of, said this earlier with Jeff, extracting things from this trip, I think 80% of what we're going to anything we extract, we already did. You do that with the first game against the Dominican national team, a team that was prepared, a real team. These are these select teams are going to be thrown together. You don't know what's out there. I told, I told Jeff, I imagine if I'm Penny Hardaway, I'm going to get my younger guys, J.J. Taylor, uh, Ashton, my son, uh, uh, those guys, those freshmen, uh, Jonathan Pierre, the transfer division two. They're going to get more time here because again, there's going to be a chance here. Say that there'll be a chance here that a lot of those guys aren't playing once this season starts because again, right off the bat. You know, in non-conference play, you gotta you gotta get up and go, and you could be looking at a shorter rotation. I would imagine very early with just your experienced guys. So you're gonna get some of those younger guys on the floor, then you do it. You know, in these next two games. Yeah. And so since they probably won't be playing much in the rotation during the season, you know, how much can you really extract from these next two? Be a good opportunity for the younger guys and to get them out there. Yep. Because they're probably gonna do a lot of sitting during the season. Yeah, I mean we we can't we can't watch it. So it's like it's like silly to sit up here and say, I, oh, now oh. they're saying there might be another Oh really? Another Shereen. Oh. Yeah, that's out there. Okay, well. I mean I I, I told Jeff, I said if it's there, I'll click on it. But maybe. it's not we're we we are not gonna be locked into maybe. this any you know, there's no breakdown of what happened in these next two games. I guess what I'm saying, like I, I at mean, least with the first one. It just depends on the mood I'm in and you where I am. You're gonna click it. It's It'd hard be on to Germantown tell Parkway who. on Saturday, and you click on oh, Sunday, and you click on it. It's hard to tell who's who. I don't who even know the there, time man. on Sunday, but um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm with you. It's a uh, very uh, medium excited. Carl Sharon Font, maybe see a little bit more of him. But again, what are you up against? Yeah, there's not much to pull out of it. Uh, the reason why you cut your LA vacation short to get back to Memphis, the Hall of Fame game. Well, that was always a lie. Took place last night. The Browns behind uh, DTR came from uh, down 16 to seven. To get the win there, game did go over for the only the fourth time in the last 11 meetings. I was worried about you there for a while. Uh, but I, I, I did not win money, Jason. I split on the evening because the oh. Jets could not hold on oh. uh, to the uh, to oh. the lead. Yeah, so I split. You had Jets. I paid $50 for that debacle yesterday. Uh, how excited were you just to see football on your telly? For the first five minutes. And then I found myself waking up and my wife had changed the channel. I was telling John this morning, it's funny how how much we anticipate the return of football. My God, give it to us like we're in a desert and we just need a drink yes. of water. Yes. And we get it, and it was great seeing it in the production of NFL again. And then as I saw that the bums were the ones out there, I just totally I started to drift. I don't think. And it's, it became preseason football again. I don't think DTR is a bum, though. I actually think he's uh, got a chance to be a good one. I mean, it's weird because he's in Cleveland, so he really won't have a look, but. I mean, I think he could actually end up being a pretty decent collector. He's, he's better than Josh Dobbs to me from what I saw I'll yesterday. Give that. I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, I think he can definitely be the backup there. And uh, like for a rookie to come into that situation, I know it's against third and fourth string, but for a rookie to come in there uh, yeah, and look as he looked really good, though, man. He threw a touchdown pass. He was getting first downs. He was comfortable in the pocket, scrambling. Like, I'd take him in uh, Vegas this year. He might lead us to too many wins. You know, that would be the problem. Yeah, I, I would say. I'm with you. It's it's a grade above USFL when you start getting into the 
backup, backup. I can't watch four quarters. I can barely watch one. I mean, if Aaron and Deshaun my God, ain't out if, there. If I'm subjected to another interview with an NBC producer, I might lose it, man. How many did they do? Like three or four, it felt like. They had and all these Hall of Fame interviews. Oh, yeah, oh I saw the uh, Barber one. Yeah. The, pa- the power outage, I think, is what really screwed us on that. The power day. outage. Tell me what happened with power outage. They lost power for like 30 minutes. One of the, one of the sides... Uh, one of the sides of the stadium went out. MLGW was running a game, Jason. Yeah. Well, if that was true, we wouldn't have got power back for a while. I mean, it would have been three days. Man, y'all lay off them and get back on Germantown. Yeah. Well, we, we, we got some. I got some words for Germantown. I bet you do after what I just read. Uh, so, yeah, it was actually uh, – it's, it's one of those things where you, you – like, they have Zach Thomas on there. They have DeMarcus Ware who uh, – did he do the national anthem? Is that what I saw on X? It was brutal. Somebody it, said he was off key. It took good. I didn't oh, hear it. It took five minutes. Oh, I, we'll have to hear that. I have to hear that either off air or was, on later. I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, get. It was I saw, saw people talking about it on oh, X. I'm gonna give him a respect burger for doing that, but it was awful. I mean, it was bad. It was like it was I, brutal. I don't recall something about dude being able, I thought, to sing. They but were he, off key with the, I think the, the piano or whatever was accompanying him. Okay. It was brutal, like okay. John said. Let's say this. He was a better Dang, football DeMarcus. player than singer. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, has any Hall of Famer going in, though, no, ever singing no. that song that's in the National Anthem? That's why I'm giving him No. And y'all hammering him. He looked like crap yeah. out there, He was though. bad. Okay, I'll I mean, check. It, I have it, to check it. I'm happy to, if you want to, we can play the audio. I don't know, man. But, yeah, it's once you get past Zach Wilson's out, Kellen Mond, Awful. He might be the worst Awful. quarterback in the league, bro. Like, I'm dead serious. Um, but past that, it just becomes USFL, XFL. Yes. All those guys were probably in the XFL or USFL. I was going to say, a bunch of guys that aren't going to be on the NFL roster. So, it's good to get the logos and the voices that you're, re- right. you're familiar right. with back. Right. Past that, the product is terrible. It'll be nice to have a full slate next week and everybody else. Exactly. There, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be better. Aaron, than that. Aaron got really excited because he was calling some plays I, for Zach. I, I read he called the 57 yard bomb. He killed it on that yeah. call and he got all uh, amped up about well, it. Aaron, it's, it feels so fake to me. Like the whole, like, oh, he sure does. Happy go lucky, jolly now. Like he's rejuvenated, you know. Okay. You play for the Jets, bro. Don't forget that. Like, I, I understand that you're like an all time great. But there's just something about putting that uniform on, you know, that produced the butt fumble. <laughs> you play for the Jets. And I think by week six, that smile might be wiped off his face. I don't know, but We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, U.S. women taking on Sweden. Is that tonight? Sunday. Sunday. Sunday at 4 a.m. And I believe you have 4 a.m. Sunday at 4 a.m. So you will have the coffee brewing. I mean, I stayed up this week for it. What is that? Uh, what, what kind For of coffee are we going with now? What's our brand of choice? We're all over the board. I'm just, okay. We What's had the a most little, recent? We got a little community. In it community coffee? You know, oh, okay. What it's yeah, yeah, yeah. We have that it's, up here. My wife gets whatever's on sale. I'm yeah, like, and you I'm, just drink it. You have no I'm choice. I'm like Tarantino and Pulp Fiction. I, if I want the good stuff, I got to buy my own damn coffee. And what would you buy if you could? Like if you were if you were making a conscious choice. She has choice. this Puerto Rican. I cannot think of the name of it, but folks, uh, uh, this Puerto Rican coffee that's already got la leche. It's got the milk already put in. What? Columb? No, that's not it. I don't know what you're saying. C-O-L-O-M-B-E? That's not, I don't think that's it. Okay. Yeah, it's it's very good and very popular. I can't think of the Cologne. name of it, but I prefer that. It's already got the uh, the, the cream milk. in it. Yeah. And then, and then we, I do the curry. Okay, but you don't know the oh, brand name. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so either way, whatever you whatever it is on the pot, you'll be drinking it. Pretty much. Uh, will you be up and watching? Uh, Yes. Right now, you get, I usually get Cap. up early Sunday mornings Cap. anyway. Cap. I'm usually up about Cap. 7 a.m. Sunday Cap. morning. I stayed up till 2 a.m. to see different. these folks go. Staying up zero, and getting zero up are two different things. Play. You think up I ain't up. getting up 
for no. Sophia Smith Not a chance. and Trinity Rodman. Trinity, yeah, the same two names I've been saying because that's the new. And them the names you need to learn. But, uh, you they, stuck on Rapino. Can they you score stuck on goal? Alex Morgan. If they score a goal, I'll get to know their names. We about to. Okay. Now you better. Everybody says they're losing. Are you rooting? They're not saying America's favorite over Sweden. Yeah, they Everybody are, but nobody saying really they're losing. Them to Everybody's win, saying though. they're not playing with passion. I see a lot of they've been playing with their food takes. Yeah. And they're just going to turn it on now. I'm excited to see. And you're going to get now up. it's winner go home. All right, well, when you're up, put the tweet out. And I think I read the last time we are the two time defending World Cup champion. Yep. But the last time we were dispatched, I think I read that it was Sweden. Gotcha. So well, we got. We should be motivated. Well, we not look forward to, have to that 4 a.m. tweet. I'm locked in. I'm watching. I'm ready to go. Your your lack of patriotism through this whole thing is concerning and alarming, bro. I I am happy to fade the United States because I always get a good price to do it. You know, like you so, hadn't done it yet, have you? Well, not on women's soccer, but I've faded the hell out of that basketball team. That C team they got out there, that old Charlie Brown ass basketball. Why are you team. so anti U.S. women's soccer? Why shouldn't you be not, rooting for them to get back I'll on track? Clear. I this would, is history. Them I would do the same straight. thing for the men. I mean, it would be. I do. I do not discriminate. Okay, dude, they're talented. They have to figure out. The new group has to figure out how to win. Well, they're you can't just time. be good. I mean, this is the World Cup and man. prepared. You have to like go out there and fight and get it. Yeah. Well, speaking of fight, Mike Tyson is training. Francis Ngannou, I think you sort of tipped your hand Man, here early really in the show. Really you couldn't did, even, you couldn't even get to that. I think I spilled all the guts on this. Uh, but you you seem like uh, you, you're ready to pre-order the well, they, fight. I'm interested now. Well, they had Tyson on first take this morning. Okay. And they was interviewing him sitting next to Francis Ngannou. Y'all, if, if you watched Ngannou at all during MMA, you were fascinated by him. The dude is absolutely huge, the Frenchman. Uh, absolutely, uh, what is he, 6'8", six, 6'9", six, yeah. whatever he is. Big, uh, huge dude that is it looks like it's staying toe-to-toe with Tyson Fury, who's also large. I had no idea he's boxing Tyson Fury on October 28th, and much less idea that it's Mike Tyson that he's chosen to train him to do it. Now, as we've said, MMA fighters, historically, when they go into the sweet science where it's just the fists, right, and defense and everything else, haven't fared exactly well. But the fact that Tyson's training them, the fact that we've seen Ngannou knock guys out with his fists, um... Tyson Fury probably going to clobber, clobber him, but I'll be interested. I'm, I'm interested in this one. I'll be tuned in probably just to see Mike Tyson, you know, coach up this dude. Uh, excited. And then, uh, and then I can't believe I can't get anything out of you on that. Well, I, not interested. Yeah, I, I, it just depends on if like sometimes I'll be sitting don't around like on a Saturday don't. night and I'll have nothing else to do and I'll feel like all right, let me just order a fight. I've done it before. I me, mean, me, you, and Bennett did that one night. Watching UFC, like it just depends on the on the mood I'm in. Yeah. I may be in the mood. This ain't no Logan Paul stuff. Oh man. no, that's real. I mean, that's it's, why that's why I could get into this. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen Francis fight. I know who he is and what he's about. You know, he is a monster. Exactly. Uh, so it's not a show in that sense. But like these guys have such little success against boxers. It's just a it's a different it's different, but same kind of sport. And they just always get humbled at the end. Um, anyway, probably what happens here, but. Yeah. I'll, uh, well, I'll let you pay 74 to invite us over and we'll exactly, watch. Exactly, exactly. Uh, all right, we'll come back. Anthony Sands going to join us on the other side. We'll talk to him uh, about the Tigers, about conference realignment, other issues in Memphis. Stick around. Jason and John, I'm trying to family ESPN. Women's soccer, as I like to call it, on the world stage, and there's no better place to get in on the action than on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because right now new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, just go to FanDuel.com. Slash J Smith joined today. We've talked about it. U.S. been a tad disappointing so far. 
Uh, but now it's knockout stage time, so don't miss your chance to get this no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash Smith to sign up. We've made the point. You don't have to be a World Cup expert to enjoy betting the World Cup on FanDuel. They've got a bunch of pre-made bets that'll have you set up. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of 929 and 92.9 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issues and non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire in seven days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem called Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. I'm Michael Jenkins helping you beat the book with BetQL. The Cubs have been red hot, winning 13 of 16 to get back in the NL Central race, but they face a tough task tonight as they visit Atlanta. The Braves are Every favorite's on the money line, but a play on the run line gets you close to even money, and that's where the BetQL model is leaning. Today's BetQL five-star best bet is the Braves at home on the run line over the Cubs. I'm Michael Jenkins. Bet smarter and beat the books with BetQL and download the BetMGM app today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't even see it straight. I can't even see it straight. Uh, Anthony Sane is the host of the Anthony Sane Show on Bluff City Media. Make sure you are checking it out. My partner is latest guest. Sounds yes, like John Martin. Sane is the tribal chief of Grizz Twitter, independent journalist, founder of Asylum Media Group, and father of five-star 2032 multi-sport prospect Gabriel Sane. Follow him on Twitter at Sane Asylum. Uh, as you hear, his intro music is Drake. Drake has canceled his show. <laughs> Sane, how should we feel about Drake canceling Memphis? Hey, you just got to get over it, man. Stuff happens, you know what I mean? Uh, I was out there breaking pop star news on y'all. Man, um, you, well, you were leading yeah, the you story. Were. <laughs> you really were. Had to to their realm, man. Just to man, remind y'all. I appreciate you. Yeah, just to remind y'all, I'm not your, uh, I'm not your, your, I'm not Johnny journalist, Johnny sports journalist out here, man. So did you, did you, um, and I know this may be a tough position to put you in, but mm-hmm. did you believe what you were being told? Uh, for the most part, I did. Um, plus, I heard it, I heard stuff from a FedEx forum source, plus I heard other sources too that even solidified things that I didn't particularly get from gotcha. the FedEx forum. Gotcha. Um, I had people talking about the number of trucks that came, that would take to make the concert happen. And it started making sense. Right. And then I looked at the, I looked at what was actually happening in real time, that the Milwaukee date was pushed back a day. 
was supposed to be on the third. They got pushed to the fourth. Um, the Memphis uh, event was the was the ne- not the next day, but on the sixth. But you figure if the concert is on the fourth, it's not over till probably what twelve one o'clock in the morning before it's done. That's the fifth. So you're taking the entire day of the fifth to get your stuff to Memphis, set it up, and then have a show. You know, he's got to come in and do a sound check and all these run throughs and all these type of things. It, I, I just put two and two together and assumed like there's no way they could have pulled it out right in a day. You know, but why I mean? we so, got to get penalized? Why I know Milwaukee that, that, can't that, get that part penalized. sucks. That part sucks for especially real. after you've already yeah. postponed and and, and rehearsed you, here and you have uh, ties to the city. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, it, uh, and the fact that it was um, I couldn't get a definitive answer from FedEx Forum as far as it being canceled or, reske- or rescheduled, but this feels like a cancellation with the money you know being returned. This feels like there's not going to be you know a show or whatever. So that sucks. Um, that's that's a real unfortunate thing, but I was wondering if I was gonna get my Drake uh, return music today, and I see that y'all had that. Why do you love Champagne Poppy so much? Because others is, hate on him. Is uh, that the number one reason? I just like his music, man. Like he, okay. I don't know. I see there, you jumping to his defense. There, there are certain phases. There are certain phases of of if his music that re- reflect in my life. I'm by no means a millionaire. I don't drink champagne. None of those things like that. But you know, there, there are certain versions of me that I can really relate to with his music. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, Drake is probably my favorite, like, hip-hop-ish artist for sure. So, yeah. Hold no ill will towards him for nah, canceling. And if nah. he never comes back to Memphis, you'll still Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't go into the show no way, so I didn't have any bones in it. You know what I mean? And I wish I probably could have gone, but, you know, I'm not mad that he's not coming. I would like for him to be here. Like, that that part sucks. So you don't think any uh, – CA had a story that went as far as to say, we think he will reschedule after mm-hmm. Grizzly's schedule comes out. You don't, you don't think it's happening? I don't know. I don't know. That would okay. be dope. Oh, we, we, we didn't we hear yesterday that that is not that is that's did been, we? It, yeah we heard yesterday from uh, an old friend that uh, that that is uh, that's on you if you <laughs> wanted to put that out there I thought that if you wanted to take that as speculation or as fact I, I, well, that, uh, you're putting that out there now as fact I, I'm not yeah. I'm not uh, going I there. mean I can't say that it's the, I, Mayor I, I had no a clue, forum but. source that said you know mm-hmm. that said once the Grizzly schedule comes out he thought that there would that, that this yeah. would get rescheduled, and so this tour is. A I super know we big heard game. that yesterday, but that yeah. mm-hmm. with you taking that as speculation as fact, that's on you. Yeah, well, I can't. We can't reveal the source, right? So, you know, I don't y'all, know. Y'all really want to dive into Drake news again? Y'all really gonna do that? Man, I love Drake news. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> I just can't help it. Huh? Well, yeah. well, this time we're not reporting it. You know, we're Are just sure? we're just we're just aggregating. <laughs> okay, so, I guess I guess that's a, that's a lot. It's a lot I different. Guess, yeah, you know what I mean? Different for sure. So, uh, do you think? Just in terms of the upshot of this particular concert, like mm. we we don't get like Future canceled his, Drake canceled his, like we don't get anything. Why did Why did Future's joint get canceled? Uh, the, you know the word was always season uh, uh, ticket sales. Right. That was oh, a- I forgot to add that too. They I put that in my tweet too because I had two tweets that came out. The first one got more attention than the second one. Then the second one, I was just you know pretty much relaying that. It wasn't a ticket sale thing, and it wasn't a structural issue with the FedEx form where they couldn't manage. The setup, it, it or whatever it took for the production, it was it it was the way I the way I interpreted it was it was a timing thing. It was a setup breakdown time thing thing between uh, events. It wasn't anything about ticket sales. They said the ticket sales were fine, and that they the building was able to house this because they'd done it before. They mm-hmm. had, uh, did a run through whatever. But yeah, I don't know, man. Like I haven't really looked at the future thing at all. Um, I'm not really a concert guy. My my anxieties don't really allow me to do that type of stuff. So. <laughs> I don't really, um, yeah, but I haven't looked into the future thing at all. But but they said that one was caused ticket sales. That's well, that's well for what mm. future, and there was some speculation on Drake yeah. on the Drake piece. Um, and like it's just like it's a bigger 
question about Memphis mm-hmm. and concerts and how limiting that clause is with the mm-hmm. forum. And like we right. we just we we used to be like Ron Olson has a freaking book in his studio. Yeah, the concerts that came through. Like you know, it's it's, it's insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, Memphis really used to be a hub oh, for yeah, for sure. you know whether rock, you know, hip hop, yeah. blues, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like. We used to get all kinds of folks, Midtown mm-hmm. Coliseum, and now we don't get anybody. Yeah, I think the fact that now you've got the ability to – you have these arenas like in Nashville who are like football arenas with however many seats you have. Yeah. And it's like if you're planning an event, like, yeah, I can go do Memphis for – and get 15, 17 in there, but – you're, you're right. It's, or I can it's, get three it, times as many people it, in Nashville. If you're a big act, yeah. you're not coming to Memphis because of Nashville. Mm-hmm. Nashville's emergence has yeah. really that, hurt that, Memphis. That stadium they have, and, you know, as nice as that stadium is, as many people as it holds, yep. like they were just going to go there. And people yep. in Memphis don't mind going to Nashville. So they, they know. No, it's true. They know I don't even have to go to Memphis. I can just pop this in Nashville. That's right. I can get everybody. That, that, is, that is a fact. So, yeah, that, that hurts us uh, for sure. And then, like, you don't have – you know, a lot of the smaller acts aren't getting out like that anymore. Like, a lot of smaller acts don't even have a show to put out. You know what I mean? And, yep. and their show isn't – it's it's kind of hard to catch those those uh, guys who are those second tier guys because they're not even they're not doing shows even big enough for, for FedEx Forum or whatever. So yeah, you're kind of stuck between the rock and the hard place. Yep. Man, yep. Lizzo was in that thing. Well, yeah, man, I forgot big. to ask you about Lizzo too, man. But, uh, like that ain't a, like that ain't a big show. Ooh. No, I'm just saying like you'll Hands have home. people who are a step above Lizzo who won't they they don't have the need to come here. They can just go to Nashville and do two shows. Yeah, as opposed to coming to Nashville and Memphis. Well, Lizzo is uh, is canceled at this moment. We'll have to. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, John? I mean, I forgot I, to ask you that yesterday. Yeah, that's just something. <laughs> so we we know his. Jason is dismissing this as a uh, as a smear campaign. <laughs> she is hard on her dancers. You got to be athletic. After setting their feet on fire, man, what's going on with that? I, I, what I don't understand is how Lizzo can like make weight jokes though. Like that was like the report is that she was making weight jokes to her dancers. I'm so, like. I've, I haven't. What? I, I honestly haven't looked into this at all. I don't. Well, y'all need to look. Y'all need to get y'all's hands. Have you seen her show when she picked the dancer? She was hard on him when she picked them, bro. Well, somebody said this like, is ridiculous. Man. This said, is supposed to go on after the boss. Is this a smear they, campaign? Because she's got some standards. Somebody bro. said something about that. They had she had weight limits on the show, but I don't know what they were saying. They had to be above or below a certain weight. I don't know what it was that they were. Because wasn't the show about being happy about the size you were or something? Well, I mean, I think the reports were that like she didn't like she was like monitoring like what they were eating and stuff like that and all that kind of thing. Hey, I gotta look into that, man. It all sounds that sounds like BS to me. And then, like, and then like, like, it's just, it sounds a little zone. bit too wild to me, man. Like the stuff that I am hearing, I'm like, no, nah, I don't. I just don't think I believe uh, yeah. that. Uh, in a lawsuit that was, fi- I mean, it's just a lawsuit, right? It doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's true. Uh, but in a lawsuit filed Tuesday, three dancers claimed that touring with her meant working in an overtly sexual atmosphere that subject subjected them. To uh, harassment from men, I mean, women, which one is it, man? Is, is it a weight clause? Is it sexual harassment? Like, what's what? What are we saying she here? Is the charge? Just wild, we kind of all yeah. over here. Yeah, could be some disgruntled dancers, is what it could be, John. Uh, well, uh, consider that as well. Uh, one on one occasion, um, while at a nightclub in Amsterdam, the lawsuit says Lizzo began inviting employees to touch nude performers and handle. Uh, uh, now Gabe is in bro, here. So you got I, 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 I know, so I'm trying not to to handle those. those you want to tell us how bad she is? I'm right not going to read the To handle, to handle straps. To handle straps and bananas used in their performances. That's what. That's what is going bro, on here. She's, she's evil. Sorry, Gabe. Yeah, Gabe's yeah, looking like, hey, yo, pause. Gabe, it's a cold world out there, bro. 
You know what I'm saying? You think you know people, and then yeah, they go yeah. out and do this. Trying mm-hmm. to make you play with bananas. <laughs> <laughs> I seen you tweeting about this Memphis Tigers basketball team. Oh, yeah, man. This is easily the most amped I've been about a Tiger basketball team in a long time. I, I dated it back to, is it 2010-11? Joe Jackson class. And That's it. Chris Crawford. I, I haven't really been disengaged since then, for sure. Um, you were not rewarded what? that year with your engagement. Oh, that was a fun run, though, man. Those teams were good. Like they, they had you had the four kings come out of that. You had like yep. a, you know a lot of tournament runs, conference championship runs. You came think out of back it. on those years fondly? Not as good as they they didn't live up to expectations. The beginning was okay because point, but I think few, if if, if you weren't right. coming, like my timeline forgot how close that was to you know national championship run 08, Tyreek Evans team in yep. 09. Yep. Like I forgot that was like what two years later. You're looking at a team with Joe Jackson and them. And I think that our expectation level was still based on those Calipari teams. But if you remove that from the equation, that was a very productive run. Like he had, he didn't have like the thirty-something straight wins like runs that Calipari had. But they were dominating. Uh, what was that? Was that Conference USA? They yeah, were yeah, dominating. Yeah. One, one year have, went undefeated. Yeah, they did have a stretch where they were dominating the conference too. So I'm not going to act like that run wasn't nothing. And that that team with uh, that four Kings team, I want to say they were top twenty-five the entire season, if I'm not mistaken. So. Yeah, those were some. That was were definitely some fun runs. What is it about this team that's got you, uh, you know, perhaps so engaged? Uh, the the level of not just experience because last year's team was experienced too, but experienced high level D one guys like all through. Yeah, Jaquan Walton was like leading scorer for, uh, for Wichita you, State. Yeah, for Wichita State, if I'm not mistaken. You had guys who were like 10, 12 point per game scores minimum on you know on other D one teams, and I think that that team. Especially the way that they battled against uh, the Dominican Republic team. Plus, you're going to add David Jones, who looked good playing with other pros and grown men on that DR team. Um, they just look very solid, man. And we've always talked about through Penny's campaign, the thing that has been his biggest Achilles heel is point guard play. And Javon Quinterly, um, I don't know enough about him to say that he's as good as Kendrick Davis, but he's good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's hella good, man, for sure. So having a guy of that level. Um, as your point guard, that definitely kind of sets a, a, a high floor for this team. Plus, you've got guys that they're there alone that can play. you got freshmen that no pressure on them at all. Um, guys who – because in the past, a lot of Penny's teams, he's had good recruiting classes. But it's situations where freshmen have had to come in and contribute. And these guys didn't re- don't really look much worse than some of the other guys that were, that were coming in highly heralded who had much more – higher responsibilities. So I think it's going to be a fun year, man. It's, this conference is going to be bad, uh, in my opinion. You got, I think it's FAU and Memphis and other teams are just, you know, setting up for target practice, honestly. But um, it's going to be a fun year, man. He's going to have – that's a really good team he's got out there. A lot of – those guys are not just – you're not talking about experience like juniors and seniors. These are yeah. guys that are really supposed to be out of college basketball. They're like older guys. So, um, yeah, that's that. I'm really looking forward to this season. I think there's no way they're going to be like – I don't know what disappointment level, I don't know what the bar that people, the general expectation is. My thing is, I think this is a sweet 16 team at minimum, and I think that we'll see that from this team. I think I think disappointment is probably falling into that same 8-9 range mm-hmm. and losing in the first yeah, round. This I, mean, is I team, think that would be the... Yeah, this needs to be like no sweat. Like, you're not, you don't have to win the conference tournament to win, to get in or... Right. No, I, I think, you know, going into that those final weeks of the season, you know that you're in, you're probably a... A, a four or five. Yeah, seed, I mean that, like that's that. what yeah. you got to graduate yeah. to. I mean mm-hmm. that you know with this. I mean, look, maybe maybe it's sustainable, and maybe Penny can do this every single year, yeah. where you're getting into June and July, and you just like get the you yeah. know exactly what you need at the last minute. That seems mm-hmm. like a hard way to do yeah. it. It's been you a lot of stressful I mean? like, years. Yeah, like yeah. you got you know. You, I mean, it's it, it can happen. He's done it, but 
um, it seems harder to do that. So mm-hmm. when you do, you know, strike gold like this, when you have that that combination mm-hmm. of blend uh, that talent, yeah, of uh, of of talent experience, maximize it. Because I don't yeah. think there are 15 teams in America that have the roster that Memphis yeah. does, at least in their top. How eight. many teams are pulling off uh, Jaquan Walton as your six man, <laughs> like a guy who scored like? What fifteen a game last Bro, year? Bro, I, I would I would even throw no. uh, Jordan into that mix yeah. uh, as a as a dude that started thirty five plus games in yeah. the AAC. Like it's not a given that he's just going to go to a place and come off the bench. Yeah, but he is coming off the bench yeah. at Memphis he can most play, likely. Man. He can play like that. You know? he's got he's about eight nine deep in guys that can. Yep, yeah, serious D one contributor that would start. Yeah, like I mean, I, he's got start eight nine starters probably. Last year I I stumped loud for. Best sorry team in America. There's, I don't think there's many. There's nobody sorry in this dude's rotation. Like that's just like that ain't happening. Like he's got he's got talent up and down that roster, man. And he can, because you, you're looking at a situation where you're wondering if certain guys are going to be playing. There could be a situation where none of these freshmen play at all, and nobody would blink an eye. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I mean, not long a single second this year, and yep. and, and and no one would blink an eye because he's he's that deep. You know what I mean? So yeah. How it's locked in you gonna be to Jaron in this FIBA thing? Yeah, man, he's gonna be that's, playing. That's a lot. gonna be good stuff, man. And it seems like from a lot of the reports you're hearing that they have that the national team has big plans for Jaron. You know, he's gonna be the focal point of the defense for sure. Um, I'm excited, man. Uh, most of the time when guys go out and do this type of stuff, they come back telling stories of what it was like playing with guys, being in the locker room, being on the court, being in practice with you know the best players you know in the league. And this isn't. This isn't the A team, but you got there's still a ton of talent on this team, man. You got Brandon Ingram, you got Anthony Edwards on this team, uh, Jalen Brunson's on this team. They're gonna there's there's a lot of good young talent on this team for real. And I think that Jaron being around those type of guys, playing with a guy like Walker Kessler, another big time you know rim protector like himself, I think it's really gonna help Jaron, man. Because I think that if uh, um, this is we all get excited for the summer league, this is even this should be even more exciting to see Jaron playing on this. Top of stage, man, and Santi as well. You know, is going to be over there as well, man. So I think it's going to be good to see Jaron with that type of responsibility. He seems to be enjoying it. Uh, you can see the pride in his eyes when he put the the jersey on for the first time yesterday. Um, yeah, it's going to be good stuff, man. I guess we're past the point, and it's good to be of worrying about Jaron getting injured and being injury plagued. Yeah, based it's, on what he was able to put on paper again last year after yeah. he got back. It's um there are a that's lot of, a good place to be. That's a, yeah exactly. Used to be concerned all mm-hmm. the time about. Yeah, it. This is the first off season where Jaron could just strictly focus on getting in the gym and playing basketball, and we'll see how that looks. You know we haven't yeah. we've seen Jaron every year rehabbing from something coming into the season where yep. he's not even you know full participant in camp or you know he was hurt the entire off season or had surgery at the end of the year. This is the first year we we know he's been able to play basketball the entire year. Man, that's going to be dope. A lot of guys. Um, there have been guys in the past who've had long, long, long stretches of injury, and then they just stop. Eric Gordon is one of those guys. Eric Gordon is one of those guys who stayed injured. You remember the joke when uh, Kevin, Kevin Garnett, I believe, was clowning him from the sideline about his injury history. Then he just stopped. <laughs> he just stopped getting hurt as much. Yep. And uh, Jaron's probably growing into his body more so now. Probably learning how to protect his body now, uh, even more, and just getting stronger with a stronger base, man. I know he's he's did a lot of work on his core, uh, making his core stronger, making his lower body stronger. So. Um, I think we're going to see the benefits of that. I'm really excited to see because he's. I don't think he's just going to be out there standing on the goal. You know, with the international rules, he can give him even more blocks because he can goaltend everything pretty much in the international play. But I think he's going to be a big part of the offense as well. Um, and, I, and I hope that we see some some new wrinkles to his game in this international play that he can transition over to. Do you ex- you expect the United States mm-hmm. to win? Yeah, they'll win. I do not. 
I'm I'm parting ways here. Yeah, you trip. I'm parting ways here. I mean, I I just feel like historically we don't do well in FIBA. Yeah, I, that is true. We have kind of screwed around with this. If like if know. it was the Olympics, no doubt. I like how this roster is built, though, man. Like it's it yeah, seems like young a, dudes who care. Yeah, I think it's Edwards a lot of and Brunson. That is, they, I mean, they that's, care. You got you, you know? got role players. You got uh, you got one of the ultimate role players in uh, Mikael Bridges, man. Like Bridges, I like, yeah, good. I, I, I like. I think the youth can work. Yeah, either for you or against you, though, and because mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of these teams are gonna be old as hell. Right. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna mm-hmm. be old and they've been playing together. But it's not forever. like you're talking about college kids out there. You're talking about right. NBA pros. Right, you got right, guys right. who had deep playoff runs already. Who's the go-to um, guy at the end? Um. That's what's going to matter. Ant Man's got to oh, be right. Ant Man and Brunson. It was in Brunson. Yes, yeah, that's, that's a pretty nasty backcourt. Too. It, I mean, it's not bad. That, I think that was. I think that was talented for sure. But the, this isn't the Olympics. But you remember when you remember when Dwayne Wade had that coming out party? In yes. The, I think mm-hmm. oh, is it twelve oh eight oh eight Olympics when Kobe came? You remember we had that coming out party. The Redeem just, Team. Yeah, the Redeem yeah. Team. You remember when that when, was oh eight? D Wade ran through power. Yeah. When D Wade was like, okay, I'm here. Like I think this could be. Yeah. I think you're gonna see Anthony Edwards really look like. All right. I can see that. <laughs> like, yeah. All right. I see it. I see you now. But yeah, for sure, man. It's gonna be fun. I'm really gonna be locked into this. Uh, this FIBA thing. Cause I really want to see. It. I really want to see these young. I team. mean, dude, these games are at three in the morning. You gonna be locked in like that? No. I'll, no replay I'll, I'll watch whenever they come on. But yeah. Jason says he's getting up at four a.m. on Sunday to watch the uh, women's Not for World that. Cup. Just for women's World Cup. I'm yeah. into it. He said, I just wanted to get Sane's reaction there, <laughs> not, man. Not, not FIBA he's getting, He said he claims he's getting up at 4 a.m. to watch the U.S. women on, watch, play soccer. Do you it's think he will? I, I did it earlier this week. I, if he said he did, or I two. wouldn't do it. I mean, but <laughs> that's what you're doing. I, mean, I, get up, I get up at 4 a.m. to watch uh, Marvel shows on Disney+. Plus. So, I mean, I'm not going to knock him for this. Okay. Yeah, I mean, folks get up early all the time. Whatever they want to do. <laughs> um, back to Jaron real fast. Just out at the peak, when, when he's going to be, you know, the peak of his career, mm-hmm. 18.6 points per game last year. Where do right. you think he could be? Mm, I think he'll be 20-plus this year. And Chris Harrington made a very good point today. He said, when you look at guys who he said, when you look at guys who have won Defensive Player of the Year and have also had 20-plus points. Ain't been many of them. There ain't so. been many guys. And I was like, yeah, that's that's pretty rare error that Jaren is approaching. You know what was what that, mean? like Giannis? You're looking at Giannis. Uh, um, who else would even be Kawhi in Leonard was in that. Kawhi. Michael Jordan didn't Michael Jordan win defensive player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got I'm sure Elijah won was was 20, uh, 20, 20 points per game. Okay, so yeah. maybe that's a longer list than it's probably. I don't think it's ten dudes that have done that before. Um, but yeah, it's if if Jaren can be in that list, uh, you know that's a that's a probably an awesome list of guys to be in. Is he like a twenty two point guy? Can he get up to twenty five? Is he level out at twenty two at his best again? A peak offensive. Him and Baines point per, points per game are probably going to be pretty close. Um, if you're a good team, I, th- I think for us to be a good team while Jaws out, Jaron has to be your best scorer. More likely, Jaron's your best scorer. And if Bain's your best scorer, that means you're probably fine, but you're not. But I think if you're good, Jaron's going to have to be, you know, that 25-point-per-game uh, score, and I think him and Bain have to be pretty close. But uh, this is it's all set up really for Jaron to be incredibly good this year. I mean, it's we'll, we'll especially see. getting off to the, yeah. the start he could get yeah, off to. Yeah, exactly. Because if you get if you get the end of the season, Jaron, and even in the playoffs, Jaron, you know, at the beginning of the season, like he's going to be a load because it's it's like something snapped in him seriously last year for real, where he was just like, just give me the ball. I'm going to the goal and I'm dunking on somebody, and that was like crazy. So 
if we could see that from him early, we could definitely see a, a very special season. Because this goes right. I mean, this if they if they play all the way to the final, this is three weeks before preseason game starts. So right. he'll still be you know. Right. Yeah. Ready. You will have just come off that mm-hmm. basically going into the yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be it, it could be helpful. Yeah. I mean, it could it, be because you're you know you, still fingers crossed for me. I just you just hope mm-hmm. no Paul George situation. Yeah, I just wanted to come back for up. anybody. Yeah. Much mm-hmm. obviously, Jaron, but anybody right. out there. Uh, breaking news as we are doing this segment, the Big Ten is expected to move ahead with formal offer letters for Oregon and Washington. That's according to uh, Pete Thamel and others. Mm. So now uh, the Pac-12 is dead. Uh, uh, yeah. It's It'd over for them. And I don't know. Like, it, it just uh, – we were talking about this last night on, on your show. Like, I just – I've become so jaded by college sports now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, look, it was always like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it just feels like they are not even trying to hide it anymore, which mm. bothers me. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be interesting to see. Uh, Memphis can maybe get into. There's nothing to get into, man. I mean, There's so long, Sam about to give us the path. The, um, <laughs> no, I ain't got no path for you. Uh, you said about to get I, into the. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like maybe they could get into whatever, whatever the uh, pack, whatever salvages or whatever ACC maybe. But mm-hmm. I don't care, man. If basketball. I, Get mad at me if y'all want, man. Basketball will be fine. And if they are, I really don't care, man. Like, it's there's only one person who's gonna get mad at you, <laughs> like, and you're sitting next to him. Right. So, I don't but think... did both of y'all on the show shut down the Memphis football program? Not Is that me. what I'm? Not so did y'all much. Shut no, that, no shut it I'm down just saying, Anthony man. Like, we've I've lived 43 years so of seeing Memphis football just kind of be what it is, except for a very small window when they were really, really. Oh good. yeah, y'all, y'all and been that, talking. I can. And tell they didn't. Y'all, and they oh, didn't yeah. capitalize on. They didn't capitalize on. You know when. Uh, It'll D'Angelo. never happen again. It's just like I've heard this. They, they, there was a window. Bit, where, I would I would bet not. There was a window where they should have done all this, man. And and Tommy West left kicking and screaming about because of the way things were, and they doubled down on not giving a damn. Right. They hired football. Larry Porter, and you know it's it's just, and then they had Fuente and Norville. You remember that happened? Right? Yeah, yeah, but they, they still, they they still y'all back on Larry it's Porter. It, like it still and that's took supposed two to be, years. You know, you wasted yeah. two years before you hired Fuente. It's painful. It's painful. Then it took him two years <laughs> to get it going. So it's really four. And it, there was a time when they the really were pushing for on yeah. on campus stadium, and that didn't happen. And now we're like. Memphis missed its window. That's You're begging the, the Grizzlies not to take all the money to do something with the Liberty Bowl. Like it's right. It's like they should have been way more proactive about this. Like Memphis missed its window. That's the point. But yeah. but but then what? So shut it down. So nah, stop caring. It just is what there, it is. It, it has to be. There has to be something else. You still have to have it right yeah. now. Like there still yeah. has to be an answer. You can say Memphis missed its window, but that's not the end of story. Well, you they have to exist. Laird Veach has to direct something. Yeah. and there has to be a plan afterwards. So well, he'll be, we can do like, the whole uh, wipe our hands he'll of be like it, UConn. Either your your solution is to <laughs> shut it down or what? UConn be UConn. Do what they do. You know, they have like a football program that exists sort of hey. as an independent, and they just put basically put all their resources into basketball. Yeah, I, I think if you go to decide that, you may as well shut, shut it, it down, down because I don't think anybody hey. around here is going to support a Memphis football program that's playing for Tiny Town. You know, well, for, I mean, for they, the small, for the for the divisions, <laughs> whatever you call it, the I, independent, whatever. Right. I just don't know what we can answer today is what they will be playing for in this new landscape. <laughs> we can't answer that. Well, that's what you have now, but again, there is no indication that that's about to break up either. We, yeah. you, and I are both now more concerned about that. I'm, yeah. I certainly am. Yeah, that spot that was going to be reserved for you, but yeah, right now that's still set. Yeah, hey, I got a, I got a solution, man. When, when Eddie George comes here for the for the classic, hire Eddie George and move Memphis to the swag. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> Damn. Do Memphis versus Tennessee State 
It'll, now, be, it'll be the most now, attended Ed, game in, in, in the season. Now, Eddie's not doing well <laughs> in Tennessee, at Tennessee State. But have I, you seen their resources out there? Well, but I, I think you may have a, a route here. Yeah. Like, you, know, you know they swap helmets, offense and defense. <laughs> well, yeah, like, practice, yeah. We could actually drop down to the swag and, and win the league every yeah. year. And play and play the Southern Heritage Classic here in Memphis. Memphis versus TSU. Why not? I'm in. <laughs> Will you allow Gabe to play for Memphis football when no, he's a five-star? You, no, sound, no, no, you sound no. just like John about Tennessee. No, Gabe getting the hell up out of here. Gabe going with it. Wait, where the money resides, that's what Gabe's saying. Bro, we, we got NIL. Gabe has it, man. What I told y'all NIL stand for in Memphis football last year. Y'all <laughs> y'all ends is losing. No. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. You let that young man hear that. Hey, Gabe. Uh, Gabe wants to go to, what do you say? Mississippi State? What's the school that your, your friend go, uh, talks about all the time? So where are you going? We'll talk about it. See? He's open. He's open right now. He's, He's talking to SEC. You fathers, right y'all just shut down. I'm not sending my kid to Memphis, man. Get that's how now, he see, is about Tennessee. Now, 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 see, that's, that is out of bounds. You what? live here. I understand that, bro. What they got to do? If my kid is, like, top-tier like player, like one he, of the best He said shut down the program. Look, middle I, linebackers in I mean, the country. This is what, I mean, Memphis? I, Memphis is getting a hat on the table, bro. I mean. Oh, yeah, don't get a hat on the table. But we going where the money resides, bro. Look at this kid's face, man. Look at this dude, man. Look how remarkable that kid is over <laughs> I'm going to take some deal with you know, But Memphis might be in the, uh, you know, the you had, you had him in the Pac-12 five minutes ago. You know, they could be in a big league. Hey, I, I hear you. You, you think I'm going to send my kid to uh, uh, Gibson's Donuts NIL when I can go get them? I mean, it just depends <laughs> on what they're paying. Get out of here, man. It depends on what the market is. Look at this. Look at this handsome young man in the Dude, corner, it bro. it will be great on his in, on his resume for mayor of Memphis when he makes that run. Yeah. He will already be in yeah, a hometown you're, you're, you're hero. Really, you're really, hometown you're really hero. poking major holes into that campaign yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, I am, yeah. You know, by yeah, that's cutting another, off that's the university. Episode. Brad, that's another episode I need you to edit post. Yeah. Post-production. Well, we cutting? I, I don't Yeah, need, for I, my kids' uh, mayor campaign. I don't plan on running for mayor in Knoxville. Hey, we don't, don't want to commit early, right? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got offers on the table. Gabe Sane wants to be mayor. Yeah, Listen yeah. to this clip of 2023. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where his dad said he will never go to Memphis under any circumstances. No, right. The, no, they'll take me saying mayor and saying never go to. And exactly. They'll, they'll put them together. Yeah, yeah, that's Gabe Sane will never be mayor <laughs> of Memphis. And they'll make it sound real. Deep fakes in 2020. AI is going to be incredible about it. Man, yeah, it's real. Yeah, Bro. you like a uh, Jaws new back? <laughs> <laughs> John Moran, I'm on my grizzly. Oh man, that's pretty dope, man. Like I, I talked about this yesterday on uh, yesterday's episode of Anthony Sane Show airs today, featuring John Martin. Uh, as a matter of fact, he'll be coming on later on today. Um, but yeah, we were talking about this, man. And, and shout out to uh, Gary Parrish of all people who probably broke this down to me about ten years ago. Is reasons why I I'm fine not having a tattoo. There's not many things in the world that that, I, that mattered to me at 18, 28, 38, or now at 43 that have stood the test of time. And the things that have, it's nothing I want to go put on my body. I don't get it. I don't. Yeah. I, I, it looked good on him. I mean, I'm sure it was great quality work. He had shout-outs to everything that, that means something to him. Yep. But uh, I just hope those things always mean something to him because he has some pretty, you know, it's a lot of stuff he had on there, you know what I mean? Man, he so, had so much stuff. Yeah, he had like, uh, yeah, he had a lot of stuff on there, man. So but I mean, like he, you know, he played everywhere there. I mean, it's yeah. uh, even if he, yeah, even, even if, if he, he moves on, yeah, the Grizzlies were his first team, exactly. And hopefully, his only team. So you know, yeah, you don't have to get that covered up if you end up playing for the Lakers or something someday. Yeah. You know, it's still part of your journey. So exactly, yeah. So he ain't going to the Lakers. So. Jaw's gonna be here. Jaw be here for life.
Ain't nobody gonna take care of twelve like me. All I'm right. pro. I'm pro tattoo though. I I, 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 <laughs> I feel like any, bro. It, if you uh, if you want to get inked up and it means something to you, I might like, get Mississippi State for Gabe. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's an NIL deal with yeah. lo- local tattoo shop. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Uh, he is Anthony Saint. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 